don't have to work and slave. Plenty electricity, do it for you. Johnny Jupiter, a human, more or less. Major Domo, chief of the robots. Presto, it's still in one piece. Say, that's slick. Come on, tell us how you did it, Now time for the Magic Apple Minute. Prestidigitation, illusion, and two damn funny guys. And now, here's your host from Studio City, magician Brent Garris and Will Roberts. All right, welcome to the Magic Apple Radio Show. Myself, Will Roberts, magician, and... Brent Arthur James Garris from Studio City, California, the Magic Apple, the Magic Store, on the second floor. Happy New Year to everybody out there. How often do you say that, uh, the uh, the Magic Store on the second floor? I bet a lot, huh? Yeah, it depends on, you know, my mood. Sometimes I say, uh, thank you for calling the Magic Apple, the Magic Store on the second floor, located at 11390 Ventura Boulevard, the corner of Ventura and Dong in Studio City. It just kind of depends on uh, my mood, you know? Uh, Sometimes I just pick up the phone and say, what? I think you need a rap beat. That sounded so good when you just rattled off that. Slow it down yeah. just a little bit, a little bit of, um, oh yeah, some 808 drums, and you're ready to go. I see it. Yo, DJ, where'd your mother be, over be, here? Be rake it down. Um, hey, new 2018, it, I never thought it would happen until the end of the year of 2017. But I now, didn't think it was going to happen until December 31st, and then I woke up, and I, it was the first, and did, now it's the year. It's did, crazy. You, did you actually uh, stay up and watch it tip over to the new uh, year? Uh, I did just by on my on my clock. I just watched the clock. I was actually well. I watched Wonder Woman. I was all on my lonesome. I uh, yeah. I was on a little vacation with the family. They all fell asleep, and I watched Wonder Woman. And uh, good movie. I recommend it. Although this is not the platform for that, I recommend go watching Wonder Woman. Very good action. Good fun movie. You know what, Brent? You could say whatever you want. It is your show. Yeah, I guess we can do what we like. I do what I want. Anything anyway, yeah, you want, uh, it, was, it was a happy new year for everybody. We're going to do lots of new magical things yep. coming up. We're yep. going to have lectures. We're going to have events. We're going to yep. do lots of fun stuff yep. here at the Magic Apple and yep. Magic Apple Radio. Yep. You know, I thought of, we never, uh, we never uh, awarded a prize for the ribbon spread. We should probably uh, get on oh, that we one. we did. Yeah, absolutely. But hey, wait, um, let's do that in the next show or two-ish. But I wanted to say something you had said off the air that I thought was cool is just that you're you're kind of a little edgier this year. I don't know if you noticed this, but you kind of seem like you're jumping at it. And I love that, and especially with magic, the way it's going. Uh, by the way, I did go to the castle. Officially, by the way, as a member for the first time, I'm very excited about That's that. That's right. Yeah. The dues-paying member. I love it. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, thanks a lot. After Ooh. 35 years of doing this, I've decided... Hey, that seems like an important thing. But more importantly, the edge that you have is uh, in regards to what? Are you wanting to see something out of 2018 in Magic that you haven't seen before? Yeah, you know, I mean, we've talked about it before. Guys are too quick to learn a trick and perform a trick. I want, I want to instill magic is magical. You'll hear, you know, with our guests, I'm sure coming up, we'll talk about how mm-hmm. important it is to build a routine and practice the trick and do it for a live audience and, you know... I don't. I don't want to sell a magic trick to a guy that's on his way to a show. It's not cool. You need to practice this stuff and and uh, care uh, care about it. And you know, if you needed to do a piano recital, you're not going to go play the. You're not going to practice it a day before. You're going to practice it weeks and months before. No. 
So right. and there's a lot of garbage products out there. Oh, there's I said it. There's garbage you product. You did. And uh, and one of these shows maybe we'll dedicate it to that because there are some garbage terrible products. ones. Or maybe um, a segment in 2018 in general on Magic Apple Radio called garbage, uh, you know, garbage stuff. Or, yeah, like um, you know, everybody's got that magic, the magic junk, junk drawer. Maybe I we do. make a magic garbage drawer. I'll just go around. I mean, of course, there's no garbage here at the Magic Apple or Magic Stone at second floor, but no, there sorry. is some out there. So yeah, there absolutely is. But we're, yeah, we're, we're gonna edge it up. We're gonna talk maybe a little more truthful on products and maybe Good. a little more truthful on presentations. Good. And we're not gonna. I'm not gonna hurt anybody's feelings, but maybe open their eyes and such. Yeah, like but you said maybe you, you saw some guys recently at the Capitol that I were did. maybe I the did. not. Mo- they're not the best things you've ever seen. Well, you know, and that's not really the point. I don't want that to be the point. So here we go. Um, I really uh, obviously had a great time, been there a few times and so on, and plan on making it a regular thing. But more importantly, um, was a little surprised at some of the um, uh, disregard for the, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a lot of slights, a lot of technician stuff, and that's great. Great, but I wasn't. I didn't go anywhere on a journey, and I hate to say this, but 2018 uh, and beyond, uh, people really want to be transcended. I hate to sound weird about that, but because there's so much on YouTube, you can go out there and go, "Hey, I'm going to figure out how the whatever ball and vase." <laughs> how it works yeah. and you can see it or you can look up a you know a book trick by whoever and it's and and you can see it in the YouTube title exposed but the fact is is that if you really put people through a journey like we've said then i don't think people the only thing they'll remember is they'll remember the, what journey they were on ie i really enjoyed Bruce Gold and he was um very very good because well actually he called me up i was totally trying to avoid it but he called me up and it was a, a really great routine he did. And quite honestly, it was a bill in an orange trick. And oh. yeah. And I was like, wow. A classic trick, but it was fun. The journey was Very. fun. You, you, you knew what was happening before it happened. But you right. knew the ending before it ended. But right. yeah, but it's the journey, right? Just, Absolutely. Talk about it. I know how to, every single trick in the store works. That doesn't mean I can do them. It's the routine no. that Bruce made and it made is. it fun and interactive. Yeah. And he, it doesn't hurt that he really does look like he's... Um, What's his face's brother? Um, he looks like uh, what's his name? Elf. Um, oh, for uh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. He looks just. Does he? Oh, I never really thought about that. Yeah. That's funny. Now, now that's all I'm going to see next he, time I see him. Swear, if you look up online, you'll see his picture, and then you see a picture of him holding Elf at one point. He totally looks like Elf, and so that was kind of. And he looks and he works with Jonathan Levitt down the teller, is that right? That's where it was. And Jonathan did great stuff. I mean, and they did, the cool thing was is that, you know, in the beginning of it, they had this really neat thing where, of course, you do like, if you've got two magicians working together that don't normally have a show together, they had some music in the beginning. Everybody's doing magic poses. And then they both did like a, a couple of one-headed cuts and they made a joke out of it. And, you know, you could tell that they were pros. You could tell that they were pros. And they, they, you know, they basically did tag team magic. And just just a lot of fun. That that, that room is meant for that, too. You're supposed to be able to do that kind of stuff with whoever you're booked with. So that'll be fun. That's the show. But but closing um, other acts that we saw throughout the evening... Mm, it was good that we Not had a so couple much. of drinks. Yeah. Okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, so what's on the show today? Who's going to be happening? So we've got this for our first 
show. We've got a special guest who I tried to get a few times in the past, but this guy can't stop working. Uh, the one, some of you might know him as Jonathan. Uh, sorry. Some of you might know him as John Levick. Uh-huh. Not Jonathan, that's Levick. Uh-huh. John Levick. Some of you might know him as Handsome Jack. Handsome uh, he's got a couple products out there. And a select few of you uh, might know him as the guy that hates Gregory Wilson. So tonight <laughs> on the show, you've got the one and only Board of Trustee member, John Lovick. Thanks I love for it. coming. Yeah, well, hey, listen, let's take a small break. And when we come back, we'll officially announce him with the uh, fanfare and music, okay? Perfect. All right, Magic Apple Radio, we're going to go away for just a second. On Twitter, it's the underscore magic underscore apple. On Instagram, it's Magic Apple Store. And, of course, Instagram as well, Magic Apple Radio. Don't go away. I'm Will Robertson. I'm my other host. Brent Arthur James Gallus. We'll be right back right after this break. Hang tight. Hey, we all know that decks of cards have really become popular in the recent years with cardistry and the increased popularity of card magic. Well, the Magic Apple Quality Products has tons of decks you can buy. But today, let's talk about the Houdini deck. These are almost out of print. For the first time ever, the United States Playing Card Company and the Magic Apple have created an all-new deck called the Houdini deck. The idea came from Anthony Giff, and the images and the original artwork was created by graphic designer Steve Mitchell. Now, the handling of these cards is like no other. You get two jokers, 52 playing cards, and even the world-famous trick, the trick that fooled Houdini. Both Richard Kaufman and Stephen Mitch consulted on the instructions to the effect. These are included. Don't miss this chance to get these cards. We are the only place that has them, so order now. TheMagicApple.com We've got a very special guest today. This is uh, our special guest, Handsome Jack, or also known as John Lovick. And yes. uh, right off the bat, John, what, um, how has magic changed in the last 20 or 30 or 40 years with the Internet, with Instagram, with all those things, and when you got into it versus how it is now? Well, uh, it's changed because of the Internet and Instagram and things. Gotcha. Thanks yeah, for Thank us. you. Thank Have you a good day. John Lovick. Yeah, check out our website. <laughs> That's good. Has it changed uh, good or bad? Though? Is it bad? Well, that remains to be seen. Uh, you know, every generation, you know, you go back literally thousands and thousands of years, every generation thinks everything's going to shit, <laughs> and they complain about the next generation and kids these days. I mean, you can read essays from, you know, people in ancient Greece, you know, 4,000 years ago, talking about kids today are rude, and they don't respect their elders, and they don't know anything. So, you know, that's a, a constant in life, is we think everything's going to hell. And you, in ma- magic's no different. You go back to magazines, magic magazines, 50, 100 years ago, and magicians are saying, magic's going to hell. Um, and so we hear that now a lot of times, with people saying, oh, because of the Internet and YouTube videos, nobody reads anymore, and kids are only learning on YouTube videos. Magic's going to hell. Well, you know, it, it's... I think too early to say whether, you know, the Internet and YouTube and things like that, if they're a good force for magic or a bad force or a little of both. Um, the one thing I will say that um, how, this, how this will impact the future of magic remains to be seen. But I do know that as a general rule uh, and as a gross oversimplification, that, that younger people who are getting, getting into magic and their main source of info is are things like YouTube videos. 
they seem much less interested in performing magic live for other human beings than previous generations were. They're happy to do magic for each other uh, over the computer and via <laughs> you know video clips and stuff like that, which to me, uh, I believe, is not a good thing. Because I believe that magic literally is not magic unless it's performed for another human being live and in person. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, so unless you are doing your magic for other people, you know, in real time and in their presence, I don't think that's magic. Whether this is just me being an old man saying kids these days, or whether this actually will affect the future of magic remains to be seen. Well, uh, I, the other thing is, yeah. yeah let, me th- let me just throw in, I, I, without getting too psychological on all this, but you make a great point in the sense that uh, the the younger folks nowadays really just want to do the trick. And you know, I've made this uh, statement on the show that they have this endless Savante 360 around wherever they're doing things. They can toss things, but I think you're right in the sense that I believe that younger people don't really like to, in my experience, I'm not that old. They don't like to have big conversations. Conversations. They like to text you and they like to get answers that way. So magic from a YouTube standpoint or an Instagram thing is, is that they don't need to interact and engage with people, which is really kind of the name of magic, which is engagement. Um, they, it allows them to be able to go, but look, check it out. Boom, I'm out of here. So I kind of agree with you in regards to that. Yeah, and these guys on the videos, they're not really routine. They're not well-structured routines. No. They're basically tricks. You know, you can, I've said it every single magic, every single magic Apple radio show that someone will come in and will come in right now and say, I want something new that's fast, it's easy to do, looks great on camera, instant reset, no cards, no coins, it can't be a rope trick or mentalism. Right? They want something now they can do tonight at their show. Sure. So, yeah, it's, there's no structure and there's no building. What's your favorite routine? I know this is, what's your favorite routine of your repertoire, Jack? Oh, well, um, I, I, I could narrow it down to maybe my, my three favorite things or the things that I'm proudest of. But uh, I guess uh, my favorite, my three favorites or the things I'm proudest of are the grappler routine that I, you know, did on Penitentiary Foolish that we talked about. Um, I've got a, my particular presentation for confabulation I'm very proud of, and it's very fun to do. I'm, I'm proud of the method because I think I made some advances in the, in the method. And it's... Uh, and also, the presentation is really, really fun to do. Because um, it's always different, right? It's always changing. It's always that's a perfect example of you need an audience. You need someone to do this trick to, because based on their answers is how the trick goes. It's, it's yeah. great. And if you and if you're interested, I, I said top three, but I'll just leave it those top two. And if you're interested in either of those routines and want to know more about them. Fortunately for you, I wrote a book explaining it all. Um, you've got a book called uh, Handsome Jack, Etc., That's right. which is uh, 20 routines for my working repertoire routines, some of which I've done for 20 years. Well, what's the whole title of the book? Oh, well, the entire title of the book, <laughs> since you ask, you know, I wouldn't normally, you know, tell you, but you were kind <laughs> enough to ask, but the full title of the book is the performance pieces and divertissement of the famous handsome Jack, etc., oh whose act is an unrivaled display of miracle-making, repartee, and bespoke fashion, performed with ordinary items such as playing cards, finger rings, dollar bills, and such like, an extraordinary demonstration, novel and original beyond all precedent. This book, describing in detail the whole calendar of gimmicks, 
fakes, expedients, ruses, maneuvers, misdirection, subterfuges, stratagems, psychology, and slights employed by the expert conjurer, set forth in proper colors, fully, plainly, and exactly, so that the ignorant may thereby master the full profession of the same after a little practice with over 160 drawings from life. Wow, that's the title. Or Handsome Jack, etc. Yeah. It is the longest title, I think, yeah. in you book should history. Get, you should get sure a tattoo. Book history. Yeah, you uh, should get a tattoo. But it really was great. I mean, it, uh, Jack released it two years ago at a big event called Magic Live, and I think maybe 92 days the first printing sold out, which... I think is wow. unheard of, uh, or at least probably well, not unheard of. But it's in Magic Land. I don't know that faster than we expected. That's for sure. Yeah. So it's in its second printing. It's still available, but you know, Penn and Teller did the introductions, and I'm not saying that testimonials should sell a product, but there are amazing testimonials yes. from uh, Michael Carbonaro, uh, Max Blaine. King, David Blaine, amongst other people. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a fun read. There's really good routines, even if you're. Not if you're newer in magic, it's at least a fun read, and you learn some great routines out of there, and um, it's good stuff. The uh, yeah, the the last thing I'll say about it, and thank you for the plug. But um, the last thing I'll say about it is what I, my goal was, in addition to just explaining how to do all the tricks in my repertoire, where I wanted to write a book that was fun to read, even if you weren't you know into magic, something that like non magicians could read and enjoy. And so the, the premise of the book is that Handsome Jack wrote the book, John Lovick wrote the footnotes. Uh, and they don't like each other. Oh, right? that's funny. So there's a constant sort of conflict going back and forth in the book. It's and, interesting. And it's a great example of, of what's coming out nowadays. Nowadays, if you get a book or a trick, it says, you know, trick, uh, secret presentation. And it's boring. You can just open up to any page, trick, secret presentation, trick, secret, where this is an interesting fun read. It's almost conversational. That's great. And uh, you're not picking up the book and doing the routines tonight, but um, it's it's a fun read. I Highly recommend it. 212 uh, pages, 212 pages hardcover with a, a broad, a band style disc, dust cover wrapped for $55. We call and, it the Smart Guy dust cover. There you go. Where <laughs> can you get it, Brent? You can get it at themagicapple.com, Handsome Jack, etc. cetera. Uh, I'm sure uh, Lovick has it on his website, which is Handsome no, Jack. I, I, I don't. I don't sell anything on my website. Website is handsomejack.com. Gotcha. But there's nothing for sale there. Um, so I'm, I'm, this is all and, his. And for those of you, uh, you can get it at Magic Apple. For those of you in the rest of the country, you can buy it directly from the publisher, Squash Publications, uh, which is Gabe, Gabe Pahuri's company. He's the man behind Potter and Potter Auctions. So if you go to Squash Publications um, or Squash Publishing, either or both, uh, you can buy it directly from them as well. Yes. There it is. Uh, so he's, he's got you know the, the book out. He's now in the featured article in Genie, and he's. Uh, contributed or written or edited two other books that we're going to talk about just for a moment. An older book called Mayhew by Steve Mayhew, What Women Want. So is it, it's your, it's his magic with your words? Yes. Uh, Steve Mayhew uh, was one of the first magicians I got to know in Seattle when I was first getting into magic around 1990. And Steve is one of the funniest, most talented entertaining magicians I've, I've ever known. And after hanging out with Magic Cast for, for 20 years, I've met a lot of magicians. And I've heard that from a lot of people about Steve. If yeah. Steve walked into this magic store right now, I would have no idea who yeah, he is. I've never seen him. Yeah, because he's, uh, um, you know, got a career. He's worked at Boeing for, you know, 30, 40 years. And magic has always only been a hobby, but he's still one of the most talented, creative, prolific, funny, entertaining magicians I've ever known. So I've known him for... 
you know, whatever, 28 years now or so. And I've always thought a book of his material would be great. And so I, you know, convinced, I don't know if it was my doing or Mayhew's doing or whoever, but between the two of us, we convinced Steve Minch to publish a book of his material. And Vince Minch said, um, I will do it if, if you write it. And so I said, I will write it. And so it's all Mayhew's material, which, is, which are funny, interesting uh, card tricks. And they're not the standard, here's an ace assembly, you know, here's a you know, wild card. There, a lot of them are interesting, offbeat, kind of new plots. Um, and, uh, you know, good, great card material. Uh, and it also conveys a bit about his uh, his sense of humor. And uh, I'm really proud of the book. I don't think it sold as well as it should have. But that's not the point. He's not well known outside of underground circles. A lot of the underground card guys are familiar with him. Um, but his name is not well known. But if people had ever seen him perform, uh, they would love this book. Well, who may you? What women want by Joe Miller? What's the first? Uh magic product that you were a part of, whether oh, a release or video? Yeah, or... the first thing that I was a part of was uh, I released my Torn and Restored card back in, you know, 20 years ago uh, called The Reparation, which was um, sort of, a, 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 it was inspired by Guy Hollingworth, The Reformation, and I took Guy Hollingworth's uh, handling and simplified it by borrowing ideas from a Dave Regal turn short card thing. And I combined the two to make something that looked pretty close to guys, but it's easier to do. And I uh, sold it as a manuscript and later as a, as a video and sold thousands and thousands yes. of dollars. I don't even know. I think it went on DVD, but we even carried the VHS tape when oh, it first yeah. opened. I'm not sure if it's a DVD now. I think... Uh, I think Penguin has the rights to it. I think Penguin did put out a DVD, although I've never seen one. But, I, but I'll tell I don't you, have the rights. I'll interrupt you guys and let you know that if you do go on YouTube, you can check it, and it's there. Actually, just the presentation. It's only 53 oh. seconds, so it's what it is, the just presentation. The yeah. You'd see, me, you'd see with me with what we called my $100 haircut. Lots of hair. Because it made me look like Ben Franklin. <laughs> Classic. Now you can see why we call him Handsome Jack. Absolutely. Hey, I have to tell you one thing that's uh, kind of exciting. If you folks are interested in seeing just a little bit something different about Handsome Jack, you can go onto the website. At the very bottom, the button on the bottom says Fan Art. I recommend that you click that because there's lots of great, well-known art uh, that has been done that has sort of been tweaked to look a little bit like Handsome Jack. It's kind of entertaining. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah there's probably 20 or so uh, the, I've got 30 of those uh, in the book, uh, 30 of those examples of uh, that kind of artwork uh, in the book, Hats, etc. Just as a side note, that reparation is, if you would uh, like to read it, it's also in the Handsome Jets, etc., including an updated handling. With some funny little uh, bits of business, and, and then we're talking, talking about the VHS tape in the book as well. Yeah. There you go. Hey, Brent, how about we take a little break and then we come back and just close everything out uh, and go from there? You got it. All right. Hey, the Magic Apple, it. Magic Apple Radio, you know where to go. You can go to the shop the shop site, which is themagicapple.com. Of course, you can go to the Twitter, which is the underscore magic underscore apple. And uh, on, of course, Instagram, you can go to Magic Apple Radio to check us out or uh, Magic Apple Store. We're going to take a small break. When we come back, uh, who knows what we'll do? Hang tight. Thank you. 
Hey, if you're looking for a trick to add to your repertoire, the Magic Apple Quality Products presents the Gypsy Balloon DVD by Tony Clark. This is one of the strongest pieces Tony Clark has ever created. He just used it to close his hit show, Masters of Magic, in a 1,200-seat theater in Lake Tahoe. Here's a testimonial. After seeing Tony do his Gypsy Balloon routine, I was blown away. Tony found a way to motivate and elevate the classic and powerful gypsy thread trick into a truly powerful piece of magic and theater. His routine actually is too good to release and I wish I had the exclusive rights to it. This is something I would put into my show immediately and I predict a lot of people will do just that. Danny Cole. It includes 30 feet of thread for only $25. Hey, go to the website, themagicapple.com. That's right, themagicapple.com to get this amazing trick by Tony Clark. Hey, welcome back to Magic Apple Radio. This is Brent Arthur James Garris from the Magic Apple in Studio City, the magic store on the second floor with Will... Uh, Roberts. <laughs> I'm not there. I wish I was there, but the rain was so bad that... Um, sounds like a sound project. Yeah, there you go. That uh, even my ARC wouldn't get there anyway. Um, but uh, I am in Temecula, California. You don't have to know where that's at. Just a hop, skip, and a bump away from a glass of wine. Uh, but we are having a great show. First show of 2018. And uh, promising because Brent actually set the tone in the beginning to have something a little edgier and something that you have to be responsible for when you do your magic. And uh, that's all I'll say. So, Brent, take it away. Yeah, we've got, uh, uh, we've got handsome Jack John Lovick here on the show. Yes, Thanks for coming in. Uh, uh, sum up your magic in three sentences or less. Your personal magic, either beliefs or performances or go. routines or your thoughts Sweet. on magic to put you on the spot. Holy, holy crap. I don't know. That, well, see, we're throwing it. Throw edgy. Edgy. I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. I got... If I someone said to you, it's, it's a phone call right now, and a big deal in the world called you and said, what does magic mean to you? How about that? It means everything to me. Well, Wow. Um, That's a song from Air and, and, Okay, it means everything to you. And now a uh, 13-year-old getting into magic. Where does he... Where does, what's, he says to you, hey, Uncle Jack, I want to do a magic... I want to get into magic. What do I? What do I do? How do I do that? Well, stay away from YouTube. Good. Go to the Magic Apple and ask the very nice men behind the counter there, "What? What crap can you sell me <laughs> that will turn me into a magician?" Did you uh, say craft? Did I see? <laughs> I did say crap. Yeah. Do I sell them the handsome jacket, etc.? No, you do not sell them handsome set jacket, etc. You give them card college and uh, you know the Harry Lorraine magic book and mm. you know. Did it, did it hurt a bit when you had to put out these routines? Does it does it, does well, it kind of suck to give your life in for 50, 60 bucks? No, it doesn't suck. But there's part of your mind where it's like, should I be doing this? Should I give it up? Should I give it away? Should I let go these things that I've been clutching to myself so tightly? Is it okay to put them out in the world? Because it definitely wasn't financially. You made just under $7 million on the book, right? Nice. That's five and a half million. All right. Yeah. So it's definitely putting out magic products, folks out there that think about putting out magic products. It's not a money-making thing. It's more of a labor of love kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, of course, there is money in it, but, I mean, there's 20 routines that you still do. If you're hired tomorrow, you're doing these acts. Yeah, you're doing these routines. Mm-hmm. But you don't think it's it's not a sellout kind of thing. It's, it's not, not a, a sellout thing. It's, it's 
I would imagine everybody who does a, a big project like this and really puts their entire repertoire out there, whether it's on video or, or books, um, I think everybody has uh, ambivalent feelings about it. On the one hand, you want to give back to the magic community. You want to show the uh, share the things that you have done as little tweaks. Because every, every one of my routines is just a little tweak on something that already exists. It's not like I invented you know, great things from scratch. Right. But some of these little tweaks I'm, I'm you know, proud of, and I want to uh, share them with people so that they can use these sorts of little tweaks and tweak them even further to make them bigger and better. But there's also part of you that goes, oh, man, I like being the only one doing this routine. Mm-hmm. And so I know now that there are people out there doing some of these routines that I've done exclusively for years, and that's, you know, uh, I don't feel bad about it, but part of me goes, uh, it, was, it was fun being the only one for a while, but, you know, that's, that, was, that was then, and this is now, and I'll come up with new things. But, no. Last little thing, have you, have you seen anybody do one of your routines from this book live? Not yet, but I know of people that are yes. doing them because they will email me and ask me questions okay. or send me photos. So I know it's out there, and I know that someday I'll go to, down to the basement of the castle and I'll see <laughs> someone doing, you know, Little House on the Scary. <laughs> oh, why did I put that out? <laughs> well, it's good. I mean, he's a, a, a magic mind, a consultant, a, a friend, a publisher, an author, a performer. He kind of does a, a jack of all trades. Yes. Hello! Yeah. Um, so thanks for coming on. Uh, Thank you for having me. If you get a chance, check him out on YouTube. Check us out on YouTube, themagicapple.com, Magic Apple Radio on Twitter, or Handsomer Jack. Handsome with that letter R, Jack on Twitter. Check out his witty posts and reposts and retweets. Magician. Thanks for listening. Hey, we'll see you next week, folks. Uh, Check out all the stuff he said, and uh, be safe, be well, and be magical. See you next week.